This is Love Marriage Again with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to embrace their marriage and feel completely in love with their husbands again. If you are a wife looking to create a happier marriage by transforming yourself, you've come to the right place. Here you will be inspired to fully accept your husband, be in control of your own happiness, and create a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan. I am delighted to be back with you for another podcast episode. How are you doing? It's hot here. (laughs) I live in the Northeast and it's hot. My air conditioning is blasting. You may be able to hear it in the background, but it's hot. Summer is here. Full force. I'm excited to talk with you today because we're going to be talking about marriage goals. And I am a goal-oriented person. I love setting goals. I love thinking about goals. I love writing down my goals. I love strategizing about my goals. I love talking with other people about their goals. And so I wanted to bring you this topic, but in a different way than you're probably expecting, right? So funny, as I thought about this, I thought about hashtag marriage goals, right? If you're on social media at all, you probably have seen plenty of people put that hashtag. There are books on marriage goals, relationship goals, et cetera, et cetera. And what I know for me, when I think about hashtag marriage goals, it's this thing of aspiration But for some reason, it always like generates this, oh, I want my marriage to be like theirs, right? Like marriage goals, like I want that marriage over there and maybe less so about wanting the marriage that you actually have. So as I thought about having this conversation with you about marriage goals, I wanted to set the context that... There's no real right way to have a marriage. There's no cookie cutter way a husband is supposed to show up, how a wife is supposed to show up. And that the right marriage for you is the marriage that you make work for you. I want to say that again. The right marriage for you is the marriage that you make work for you. And so I want you to think about what you have now, right? So it's sort of like we all have marriages that look different and you have to look at what you have. You have to look at what you're actually working with right now and build from there. But typically when we think about goals, we're only focused on the future. We're only focused on this idealized version of what we want moving forward rather than starting with and making what we have enough to work with. And I want to encourage you to do that. Like what if your marriage right now is the exact marriage you're supposed to have? What if your husband, the way that he's showing up in all those wonderful ways and all those challenging ways is exactly 
the way he's supposed to be showing up and exactly what's supposed to be happening. When you take this approach, when you grapple with those questions and just sit in the possibility of those things being true, you're at peace. It's sort of like this wonderful, like surrendered contentment where it's sort of like, I'm okay, which is ironically the best place to identify your goals. Because your goals then are created not from a place of lack, not from a place of what's missing and what's going wrong, but like, if I could just be okay with how it is now and also make it better, what would I do? Now, the place many people want to take themselves when they're thinking about goals is sort of couples goals, right? So marriage goals synonymous with couples goals, where it's sort of like, I would love for us to communicate better. That's typically the number one goal I hear. I would love for us to understand each other. I would love for us to spend more time together, to feel connected to each other. I would love for us to do more things together as a family. I would love for you, you being the husband, right, (laughs) to initiate date nights and quality time. I would love for us to be more affectionate with each other. There's nothing wrong with any of those goals. Nothing at all. I love them. I want them for you as much as you want them for you. But I think what is missed when we are looking for end result goals, right? Like the tangible thing of like how much time we're spending together, how we're communicating. When we focus on those end result goals, we don't really sit deeply in the process that's going to get us there. We don't sit deeply into the identity that we have to adopt, who we have to be to create that reality. And that's actually what I want to offer you in thinking about marriage goals. I want to offer you that when you think about what you want for your marriage, the first and most important place to start is what needs to take place inside of you. Because you're never going to be able to create that great communication. You're never going to be able to create that wonderful connected time together until some things within you shift. And what I love about offering marriage goals from an internal place is that you have a hundred percent control. You have a hundred percent control over what you set out to do. And I think the place where some of us get stuck is We show up wanting to be better wives. We show up wanting to be better partners because when we do that, we believe that that's going to create this ripple effect and cause our husbands and our partners to show up differently. And then our relationship gets better. Now, that is part of it, right? Again, I don't want to take that away, but I think it's a dangerous sort of road to tread because what happens is you really begin to do those things more out of a desire to get a response than because that's really what you want. That's really the goal you've set for yourself. And how I know this happens, at least for my clients, is they're so disappointed when their spouse doesn't respond the way they want them to. 
right? I can even say for myself, there have been plenty of times where, you know, studying the right way to make a request and communication and all of that stuff, where I show up as my best. And then I'm so disappointed when I don't get the response that I want from my husband. And when I can take a step back and see like, oh, really the only reason I was showing up that way was not because I was really trying to be in alignment with the best version of myself. It was, I was trying to manipulate his response. And I can say that and I can look at myself and I can look at what my clients do it with no judgment, but just compassion, right? Compassion for the way we've all been socialized to want to control the way other people think, feel, and act towards us. We're never in charge of that. And so I want you to think about your marriage goals as your goals, the things that are happening in your brain, the things that are happening in your emotions, the things that are happening in your actions. And I want to give you just three questions to guide that process for yourself. The first question is, how do you want to think about your husband? Such a fascinating question, right? How do you want to think about him? Now, here's what I know. When you guys first got together and you were in that romantic, amazing stage, you didn't have to consciously think, what do I want to think about him? You had already decided that you liked so much about him, that you loved all of his personality, right? Which is why you stayed with him and why you committed your life to him. And it was something that was happening unconscious. It required no effort for you to think positively about him. He hadn't disappointed you. He hadn't not met your expectations, right? Because again, you're in this stage where everyone's showing up as their best, where we have this thing called confirmation bias, where you're just finding more and more evidence to like him, to keep dating him, to want to spend the rest of your life with him. Now, on the other side of that commitment, and neither one of you are operating at your best behavior all of the time, because that's impossible when you're together 24-7, right? When there have been some times where his mistakes have inconvenienced you or hurt you or frustrated you. There's been things you expected of him that he didn't follow through on, expectations you had that he didn't understand or was just not in a position to meet. And so when those things happen and it snowballs over time, your view of him changes. What you think about him slowly turns the tide, right? And so instead of thinking, oh my gosh, I love him. He's so attentive. He makes me feel so great. You're thinking, I'm not a priority. He's preoccupied with other things. He's not present with me. He's not attending to me. He's not showing me the affection that I would like, right? And so in order to create goals that serve you, you want to be thinking about what you're thinking about because the story that's going on in your head is shaping everything about how you experience this relationship and this marriage. And when you can sort of look at that and decide what you want to think, you get your power back. You get your brain back, right? God has already instructed us on what we should be thinking about, right? 
whatever is true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, worthy of praise. Think on those things. Now, I want you to just assess when it comes to thinking about your husband, do those words represent the quality of your thoughts? Of course not. I'm going to even raise my hand, right? Because our brains like to lean towards the negative, especially once we're out of that romantic, wonderful phase, right? We begin to like see the cracks in our relationship. And then we want to focus on that because our brain likes to solve problems. And for some of us, if you've been in that space for a long time, it's very uncomfortable to be thinking positively. It's almost like your body has become addicted to thinking negatively about your husband. So the way to overcome that is to set the goal to think more intentionally. And the way you do that is by posing this question to yourself, how do I want to think about my husband? Really sit for a moment and jot down your answers. How do you want to think about this person who, for many of you, is the father of your child, who you share a bed with, who you share a life with, right? Who you share a home with? How do you want to think about this person that is in your life in the most intimate way possible? Really think about that. And what would you gain by thinking more intentionally thinking better thoughts about him. What are some of those better thoughts, right? I want to give you some examples. This is a good match for me. This is someone I enjoy being with. This is someone who cares for me and cares for our family. This is someone who is kind. This is someone who wants me to be happy. This is someone who wants our life together to be good. This is someone who's doing the best he can do. This is someone who I admire, right? Now, some of you are listening to that and you're like, yeah, I could get behind those thoughts. And some of you are listening to those and you're like, uh-uh, no, <laughs> right? Like, no way, Jose. I don't think those things at all. That's okay. Just notice where you are. And notice that your resistance to even being able to endorse some of those thoughts is really creating your experience more so than anything your husband is doing. Okay. The second question I want you to ask yourself as you think about your own internal marriage goals is how do I want to feel in this marriage? I love this question because as women, we are feelers. We are led by our emotions. So how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel in this marriage? And when it comes to feelings, feelings are one word, emotions that are felt in your body. Sometimes when I ask people this question, how do you want to feel? They're like, well, I want to feel like I'm important. I want to feel like this marriage is a priority. I want to feel like we're on the same page. Those aren't actually feelings. Those are actually thoughts. So you want to put those in the thought category. Feelings are words like happy, content, grateful, hopeful, peaceful, right? 
excited, passionate, exuberant, (laughs) right? Those are emotions. So you can actually Google emotions. There's like tons and tons and tons of lists. I think it would be a helpful exercise because what I find when I'm talking to people is that we have such a limited understanding and a limited vocabulary when it comes to emotions. It's usually like, I'm happy, I'm sad, I'm frustrated, I'm angry, right? And there's so many more emotions, so many more, right? Here's some others that we don't even think of, like centered, fulfilled, accepting, accepting. I love that one. I want you to just imagine like if you were feeling accepting. When I hear that, it opens up my heart and it's just like open and easy, right? Maybe you want to feel playful, radiant, lively. I love this one, lively. It's feeling alive. And what I love about that so much is because, and I've done a podcast episode on this before, but When your marriage is struggling and you're struggling in the marriage, what typically happens is you underlive. You stop doing things that bring you joy. You start showing up 100% as yourself because you're not feeling comfortable. You're not feeling accepted. You're not feeling valued. And so we underlive and we become like these shells of ourselves. Whereas I want you to think about like if your goal for you in your marriage was to feel lively to feel alive, how would you be showing up, right? Maybe you want to feel confident or proud, strong, worthy, right? So again, do a quick Google search, find the words. I always recommend when I'm working with my clients that they find three anchoring emotions. And by an anchoring emotion, I just mean the emotion that you want to anchor yourself to, that you want to always be working to bring yourself back to. No matter what conversation you've just had or what situation has taken place, like you can find your way back to that emotion. Okay. This will make such a difference. And the reason being that the only reason we ever want anything in life and certainly in our marriage is because of how it will make us feel. If you want better communication, for example, is one of those outcome results. If that's something you want, why do you want it? Usually when we work through those questions, it becomes, I want to feel valued, right? Some variation of that. So anything you want is because you're searching for an emotion, a feeling in your body. When you know what feeling you want most to experience and feel in your marriage, then you open the door to create that experience for yourself. But you've got to know what it is, okay? The third area for your internal marriage goals, how do you want to show up? How do you want to show up in your marriage for you, right? This is where it's very important to sort of separate the way you're showing up from the thing being that's going to create your husband to act a certain way. We want to disconnect those, right? I coach a lot of men on this, right? (laughs) Because the men and the couples that I work with, 
their goal is like, well, I just want her to be happy. I want her to stop getting so angry and upset with me. And so they try to like morph themselves into what they think their wife is going to be happy about. But that never works because it's never something that they can sustain. Maybe you're doing that in your own marriage. Maybe you're showing up a certain way because you think like, if I'm this way, then my husband will treat me differently. Or if I'm this way, maybe he'll put forth more effort in the relationship. I want you to ask this question based on how you want to show up for you because that's who you are. That's an alignment with the person you want to be, regardless of if your husband notices, appreciates, or congratulates you about. Because at the end of the day, you have to notice. You have to appreciate it. You have to congratulate yourself about it. So what does that look like for you? What does it look like for you to show up the way you want to show up in your marriage? So important to ask yourself that question. Would you be more patient? Would you hold your tongue more? Would you do more things to fuel yourself? Would you practice more self-care? Would you give yourself breaks? Would you relax a little bit more? Would you love yourself more? Would you be more compassionate and less judgmental? Would you relax some of your standards and expectations? Would you go with the flow more? What is it? Only you know that answer. But it's definitely worth asking yourself, how do I want to show up? Many times when I'm talking with people, they want to show up not so triggered, (laughs) right? They want to show up having greater emotional control and in a way that is less frustrated with what's happening. So if you make that your goal, instead of, I want my husband to do this, I want our relationship to look this way. You can actually achieve it because you're in control of the level of frustration that you experience. I know, right? (laughs) You are, you are in control of the level of frustration that you experience. Okay. So these are the things I want you to think about when you consider marriage goals. What are the goals that you have for yourself in your marriage Because these are the things you have 100% control over. And these are the things that will 100% change your experience for the better. How do you want to think about your husband? How do you want to feel in your marriage? How do you want to show up? These are amazing questions. Once you have your answers and you are able to look at it and see, okay, well, I've got some work to do. I want you to reach out to me. I want to be your coach and supporting you in achieving your marriage goals. And this is something you can do on your own, your own internal transformation. It's also something you can do alongside your husband. Imagine if he also was asking himself these same questions. How does he want to think about you? How does he want to feel in your marriage? How does he want to show up? This is the work we can do together in my couples coaching. So either way, your work is your work. His work is his work. And I want to invite you to partner with me in accomplishing your marriage goals. My six-month coaching program is the perfect container for you to begin focusing on the things that really matter in making your marriage better. We can spend a lot of time 
trying to control the other person. We can spend a lot of time thinking about what we both need to do, or we can get to work right now doing what we need to do. That is what my coaching program is about. And that is how you change things for the better as quickly as possible. So to sign up to work with me, you go directly to my website, drshavon.com. You click that work with me tab. You schedule an hour long conversation with me or 90 minutes. If you and your husband are coming together, we talk through all these things. We talk about your goals. We talk about what's standing in the way. And I map out your exact roadmap, your exact plan to creating a marriage that you love, to creating a marriage where you feel exactly how you want to feel. I look forward to talking with you in that complimentary call. And I also look forward to being back with you next week for another podcast episode. Take good care. I will be with you then. Bye for now. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On To When Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.